0: 18. Welcome to the Adrenal Fatigue Podcast with your hosts, Danielle Ziz and Angela Rocchio. Balancing your hormones and overcoming adrenal issues can feel really complicated. Our mission is to break it all down in a simple way and offer you realistic solutions so you can get back to living the vibrant life that you deserve. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Adrenal Fatigue Podcast. It's Danielle here today, and I'm really excited. I've wanted to do this topic for a while. Where I essentially walk you through a day in the life when it comes to eating, when you have burnout or adrenal fatigue, when it comes to food, there's just so much conflicting information out there. It really can become overwhelming. It can lead to decision fatigue and really keep us stuck in not moving forward, feeling guilty. It can keep us in this endless cycle of feeling like we're starting and then restarting and never really fully committing to something, which is just kind of an icky feeling. So today I really want to clear the air and give you some insights on exactly how you can nourish yourself when you're fatigued. And most importantly, I want to show you how you can make it really simple, really delicious, but also really sustainable and, and really supportive. So let's let's dive in. I'm going to start with breakfast and we'll go from there. Actually, let's start before breakfast. Let's start when we wake up. So upon rising, it's really important even though I know often we just want to get to that coffee maker as soon as humanly possible, but it's really essential that we hydrate first. So I find it helpful to think about all the repairing and rejuvenating and detoxification that happens when we sleep. And then think about how nice it would be to wake up and just gently flush all that out with a nice big glass of water. It really is a form of respect for your body. So get into that mindset and just start with hydration. If you wanna take it up a notch, you can add a bit of sea salt or make the adrenal cocktail. For those of you who don't know, the adrenal cocktail contains essential electrolytes and nutrients that the adrenals simply love. And this gives them a little pick me up. Think of it like a coffee for you, but not a coffee and for your adrenal glands. A lot of people noticing that drinking the adrenal cocktail actually helps their energy, their mood, and even helps with anxiety. So give it a try. Unless you're somebody who has high blood pressure, if you have kidney issues, a diagnosed medical condition like Cushing's or Addison's disease, or if you're allergic to any of the ingredients I'm about to mention, then you'll definitely either want to avoid or check with your practitioner first, please. And thank you very much. So what is in the adrenal cocktail? It is essentially the perfect balance of sodium and potassium. And you get the sodium from a nice pinch of sea salt. I recommend starting with one fourth a teaspoon, teaspoon, not tablespoon, and the same portion of cream of tartar, which is often a a spice that you have in your cupboard for baking. Pretty random, but it's a great source of potassium. So one fourth a teaspoon of quality sea salt, one fourth a teaspoon of cream of tartar, And then some people like to cut it with a little bit of orange juice. It's just like a nice um, way to cut the taste, but also you get that little bit of vitamin C, which is a great nutrient for the adrenals. In any sense, we're starting the morning with some nice hydration, and then we're moving on to breakfast. Did you know that we are more sensitive to glucose in the morning than we are at night? This has to do with our circadian rhythm and our hormones. So a cool hack that you can do with breakfast is just to go savory and avoid the tra- traditional American diet of high carb breakfasts, like waffles, like muffins, pancakes, cereal, et cetera. And we're going to be so much better off starting the day with something that is more protein focused. So it could look like something like a few eggs with sauteed veggies, some Greek yogurt with nut butter swirled in, maybe some berries or a protein shake. When you, when it comes to making the shake, you want to make sure that you have protein, some fat, and then you can sweeten up with a little bit of carb of your choice. And you want to make sure it's just not too heavy on the fruit. So this could look like a scoop of protein powder. It could look like full fat Greek yogurt. If you do dairy, you could even do cottage cheese, which is a great source of protein as well. Opt for full fat and try to get it from a good source. If you are doing dairy, like the grass fed would be best if it's available to you um half a banana, half a cup of berries, let's do a tablespoon of flaxseed or chia seeds, and you could use water or unsweetened milk of your choice as a base. These examples are really going to help stabilize your energy and set you up for a much more balanced day. I find that simply switching your breakfast to ones that are more savory and protein focused like this can really make a huge difference. So if anything you take away from this podcast, Start with these two morning hacks with the hydration and a good quality protein-focused breakfast, and I guarantee you're going to notice a difference. A really good tip that you can try out is actually eating fiber first, then protein, then fat, and saving the starches till the end of your meal. Doing this, according to Jessie in Chupps from The Glucose Goddess on Instagram, in her book, The Glucose Revolution, She references a study where they show you that you can actually reduce the glucose spike in your meal up to 75%, which is absolutely groundbreakingly huge. So if you're having some sauteed veggies, eggs and toast for breakfast, you'd eat them in that order. So veggies first, then your eggs and the starches last. This is so awesome because when we're thinking about blood sugar, we're often thinking about balancing our meals with the protein and the fat and the, the moderate source of carbs. But we're not really thinking about the order that we're actually consuming them. But a, this is an incredible hack that I feel like we've got to try and see what it can do for us. It also gives us a bit more flexibility in regards to our carbon take, which is cool. So let's move on. So we've had our breakfast and now we're getting later into the day. And this is where we might start thinking of snacks. Having imbalanced blood sugar levels and a lot of burnout going on will make us feel like we need snacks constantly. This can actually lead to a lot of symptoms. Anxiety and mood imbalances are really big when it comes to blood sugar dysregulation. So if you're feeling snackish, have a snack, but make sure it's balanced with the protein, fat, and ideally slower burning carbs like veggies. Some examples could be hummus with peppers, carrots, and cucumbers, or other veggies that you like. You could do Greek yogurt with nut butter, or maybe some leftover breakfast smoothie. And then we come to lunch. With lunch, especially if you experience pretty drastic afternoon crashes, this is a meal you can play around with and often discover that you can ward off the dip by balancing your lunch meal better. This could look like a nice big green salad with whatever veggies you love with Three-fourths cup of protein of your choice. Could be chicken, could be fish, steak, beef, eggs, tofu, or it could be something like lentils or another legume. Top it with a homemade dressing. One of my favorites is olive oil, honey, and some fresh cracked pepper. Another idea would just be doing something like soup. Could be a nice homemade broth with some chicken, veggies, and a little hunk of sourdough with butter. I do find if you go too heavy with the starch or portions in general at lunch, what goes up? must come down. And the crash that follow often aligns with your meal. So incorporate that hack I shared above in regards to the food order, starting with the the fiber and your veggies, and then going protein, fat, and saving the starches till the end. And be mindful of the portion that you're consuming. And let me know what you notice. What I really love about this is that you can often experience same day wins, and there's really nothing more satisfying than that. And speaking of satisfying... If you're enjoying this video, if you're finding the tips I'm sharing helpful, would you mind liking this video? It really means so much to a small business like ours, and even more so if you feel like sharing with a friend and help getting the word out there for people who are struggling with their energy and their hormones. Okay, so post-lunch, this is where many of us start to feel really tired. To a degree, this is actually kind of normal. We're often a few hours out from our last meal. We've often had a big day already, and this is where we could find ourselves wanting something sweet maybe a coffee, something to lift us up quick. But I promise you, if you can switch from a carb bomb at this point in the day and do something more balanced like the options that I shared earlier, you might notice that you just soar through the rest of the afternoon until dinner. Wouldn't that be nice? So think protein, think fat, think slow-burning carbs, be things like whole grain crackers, veggies, some nuts and seeds, sweet potato, berries with some full-fat Greek yogurt, or even leftover protein shake or a fresh protein shake, whatever suits your fancy. A tea at this time of day can be very nice as well, which reminds me throughout the day we're hydrating. Nothing crazy, but we're sipping on our water and aiming to get around half our body weight in ounces of water daily. If you're really fatigued, you could do another adrenal cocktail at some point in the afternoon when you're feeling tired or a little bit of salted water for those extra minerals throughout the day. The other thing I love doing as part of my hydration routine is sipping on relaxing Nervine teas. So this could be something like passion flower, lemon balm, chamomile, Tulsi, or another stress blend. You can drink them hot. You could drink them cold. Um, but this is really nice because not only are you getting some nice hydration, but you're also getting the nervous system support from these relaxing herbs. Again, always check the ingredients and confirm with your practitioner if you do have some medical conditions going on, but this just can be a really nice way to hydrate and nourish at the same time. It's a win-win. And then we get to dinner. Dinner is more of the same, but the fun thing about dinner is often we can tolerate a bit more starchy carbs at this point in the day and eating them can actually help us sleep better through the night. So this gives you a bit more flexibility but I do want you to keep your balanced macros in mind. I do want you to be thinking protein. I want you to be thinking fat, and then you can have those starchy carbs, but just being mindful that you don't go crazy with the portions again. What could this look like? This could be something like some steak with sweet potato and a big green salad with a nice homemade dressing. It could be some rice with sauteed veggies, fish, and a nice yogurt dill sauce. It could be beef chili or a veggie and meat-based soup with a buttery hunk of sourdough, or it could be breakfast for dinner. And you could do something like eggs, sauteed veggie with avocado and some toast. You might notice here that I'm not really restricting too many foods. And you might notice that this can actually be really delicious and simple. And it doesn't mean that you have to eat entirely different from your family. I will say, and I know there's some of you out there wondering about what to do if you have food restrictions. I will say there are times and places where it does pay to be more restrictive, but for a lot of you out there and the majority of you listening, just balancing out your macros, your carbs, fats, and proteins, getting mindful of your portions, eating more whole foods, will feel really, really good for you and yield amazing results. If you do have a lot of restrictions at the moment, feel free to tweak the premise of what I'm laying out here to what you can eat, but make sure you're also getting some support to help you get to the root of why you have such a limited diet right now and why you have to restrict. So hopefully you can regain a bit more flexibility down the road. This is something I really adore supporting people with here at the Adrenal Recovery Collective. So honestly, just reach out if you need any support at all. I haven't forgotten, I promised you a treat. And yes, my fellow human friend, you can still enjoy treats and dessert, but I will ask that you do get mindful about your relationships with these said treats. So, not making dessert a regular habit is going to help support you with your health goals 100%. But if you do want to have a little treat after dinner every now and then, you have my blessing. Go for it. If you've eaten a balanced dinner before that with your protein, with your fat, with your moderate balance of starchy carbs, then this is going to give you a little bit more wiggle room and help reduce the severity of that glucose spike because you've had a balanced meal before that. If you want to even take it up a notch, you could have something like a really cinnamony chai tea because cinnamon is also great for helping to reduce blood sugar. One of my favorite evening snacks is taking a couple dates, smothering them in some sort of nut butter, and then squishing a couple dark chocolate chips in there. And I just like pop them into my mouth. It's like nature's chocolate turtle. And honestly, because they're so rich, three is often enough to hit the spot and it pairs perfectly with a tea. I love just cozying up with something like that and reading a good book at the end of a busy day. You can find more great recipes in my eat for energy recipe book. Got a lot of great dressings and sauce recipes in there to help you spruce up your veggies and proteins, lots of balanced soups and proteins and smoothies, caffeine alternatives, and even a guide to weaning caffeine if it's something you're trying to reestablish your relationship with. The book also includes a portion, guys, and a couple sample meal plans, whether you're just starting out on this journey or you're really well seasoned and have a more restrictive diet. So I kind of lay out the land for both options for you and give you lots of ideas of different things that you can eat. But I really hope that this is giving you some inspiration on how to navigate a day of eating moving forward when you have fatigue. I know one of the biggest challenges here is actually like getting these meals on the table. I really encourage you to just take a bit of time out of each week to plan and prep what you can to make getting these meals into your belly as easy as possible. Cook in batches so you have stuff ready to go. And I promise you it makes a world of difference. When it comes to the ideal adrenal recovery diet, I really want you to tap into what works for you and what you feel your body needs right now. Because burnout is a state of depletion in our body. It's all about nourishing ourselves back up is this a time to bring in something like intermittent fasting? I have to say it truly depends. I have a podcast where I answer a lot of these more specific food trend um, questions that I'll link in the show notes because I've gone into it in a lot of detail, but I will say, because I know some of you are going to be wondering in this episode, when it comes to fasting, it often isn't the most aligned thing, especially for women, when you have a lot of fatigue, we need like that nourishment. We've got to establish more balanced blood sugar levels and we've really got to refuel our depleted bodies. So that's what I want your focus to be right now. And I want you to think about what that could look like for you. And I want you to think about what you can do starting tomorrow to really craft a day that kind of takes the premise of what I've laid out here for you today and make it your own. I want to see what you're making. Tag me on Instagram, take pics of your food. Let me know what you're experiencing when you implement these tips. Um, you can follow us at the adrenal recovery collective, or you can follow me on my personal account at simply nourish tag me either place. I'll see it. And I will just be loving checking out what you're up to and supporting you from there. So this is how you can use food as fuel to help not only energize you throughout the day, but support healthy hormones and bring you And get your energy back if you're really struggling with burnout and fatigue. I really hope this has been helpful and given you some great next steps. If you have any questions whatsoever, put them in the comments. And if you need some support with this, if you want your hand held, if you want a proven system, if you want a community, come join us within our fatigue to fabulous program. It is a month to month recovery membership program and contains a complete A to Z recovery system An incredible nurturing. I know I'm biased, but it is truly just the most incredible community. You have unlimited support from our coaches within the Facebook group. We have monthly group calls where we connect, where you get all your questions answered, where you can get support from our entire functional team. There's no better time to join and we can't wait to support you in there. Thanks for being here with me today and can't wait to see you next time. Thanks so much for joining us today for another episode of the Adrenal Fatigue Podcast. We hope you enjoyed and don't forget to like and subscribe if you did. And if you know somebody who's struggling with adrenal fatigue or the effects of hormonal imbalance or just chronic stress in general, share this resource with them. To learn more about the Adrenal Recovery Collective, visit www.theadrenalrecoverycollective.com or search the same name on Facebook With the Lucky Lands slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.